0: everyone, welcome back to Again Again, the podcast where we ask us if when you die you can see any event throughout history and see how it hypothetically happened, what event would you see first and why? I'm your host, Bell, with me always is your other host, Amanda, and our producer, Tyler. Today's podcast theme is sporting events, Woo! our favorite again-again at sporting events. These can be professional events, these can be semi-pro, these can be Little League, Pee-wee, doesn't matter, just... At sporting events. Yes. Um, a lot of fun stuff happens at sporting events. Um, if you're going to pro games, a lot of entertaining stuff. If you're going to little kid games, a lot of...
1: Uh, a lot of... <laughs> also entertaining stuff, also but in a different stuff. way.
0: Yeah, the, in the opposite direction, you know. <laughs> you see some uh, some rule bending. You know, sometimes you see some adults that are taking it a little, a little too, too seriously, seriously for, uh, for eight-year-olds on the sidelines. Uh, you know, a lot of really fun stuff, so... <laughs> So today we thought it'd be, we, it'd be fun to, to visit some of those.
2: Yes. So to kick us off, Belle, do you want to share your again, again sports?
0: Yes. So my again, again sports uh, is actually pretty recent and it's a baseball game. I went to a Dodger game, which if you know me and they weren't playing against the Padres. So um, um, what was I doing at that game? You know, because <laughs> I'm from San Diego, so I don't like the Dodgers. <laughs> um, but, I went to a Dodger game recently for my a close friend's bachelor party, and it was a lot of fun. Um, it was such a memorable day, memorable day. So the Dodgers are play- the Dodgers. I wish the Dodgers were playing the Angels at Dodger Stadium, and we went for his bachelor party. He's a big Dodger fan, um, and I, uh, you like the Angels? Um, you grew up rooting for the Angels, and uh, I work in Anaheim, so I have a connection to the Angels. So I was like, okay, I'll root for the Angels so three of my friends drove up here and then i drove us all to dodger stadium which is a mess to get into my gosh after i've never been to dodger stadium after you you take a left and all of a sudden it's just six lanes of cars trying to get to the same place and no one's trying to let you go anywhere and you're not really trying to let anyone get in your lane and it's it's a huge mess but we got preferred parking which is what you got to do because we saw so many people walking up the hill and ninety degree weather, and my God!
2: If you're paying, if you're paying for sports tickets, and you're getting the beer and the hot dogs and everything, and you're not paying thirty five dollars for preferred parking, priorities. Because otherwise, you're gonna start the event angry, and you're gonna end the event angry and
0: and sweaty. A beer is a beer is twenty bucks. A hot dog is ten dollars. Just do the preferred parking. Like we it
1: definitely have have climbed that hill before and it's
0: oh it's a nightmare oh my god it's so bad yeah so luckily we got preferred parking uh and we parked right in front of the stadium it was perfect we got there a little late uh we got there probably like at the beginning of the game right at this game starting we parked and we had to pregame in the parking lot because again the beer is ten dollars for like eight ounces or whatever the hell um so we were we chugged a couple ipas in the parking lot and we had made jello shots you know red and green red and blue for uh for the teams we did some gel shots, everything was good, and we go to the stadium. Um, and then we, first, we, we went to the wrong side. The sections are in odd and even numbers. Ours was even, and we went to the odd, and we needed to look for section 136. And we're like, oh, there's 135, let's go one over. And we go one over, at 137, we're like, wait, what? What's going on? And so, uh, yeah, Chris, had uh, our friend or my friend, had been to Dodger Stadium a lot, and he forgot, uh, big Dodger <laughs> fan. <laughs> <laughs> Big Dodger fan, really knows the stadium. <laughs> just kidding, um, but uh, but we go and it was it was a great time. We met some other guys there. Um, the Dodgers creamed the Angels, like destroyed. I think it was eight to two. Um, the 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 final score. Albert Pujols hit a home run for the Dodgers, which if you know your baseball, it's crazy because Albert Pujols used to be an Angels player, <laughs> and it's just so weird seeing him in blue. Um, there was a kid next to us. First of all, there are people sitting in our seats, which I know that uh, that's like accepted in like baseball culture. I don't like it. I I don't enjoy it. And I don't like when people are in my seats because they always kind of give you a look like, oh, you're going to make me move. I'm like, yes, I'm going to make you move. My ticket says right here. My butt goes here. So get your butt up and put it somewhere else because these ain't your seats.
2: Well, did you see, did they go far away when you kicked them out of your no, seats? No,
0: they moved two rows in right. front of us.
2: That's been my experience too. Whenever someone's in my seats, it's like, this is barely different from your regular seat. What was the point of this?
1: Yeah. I could definitely see that happening at Angel Stadium because Angel fans don't tend to show up to watch their team. So there's usually empty seats you can move around. Yeah. I am surprised that happened at Dodger Stadium because Dodger fans are usually there Packing the house regardless of how the team's doing
0: it was a good turnout but yeah that there's definitely a lot of seats open but um yeah it was so it was like a row of eight seats and what it was it was a family of five it was a family of eight but we had the three last seats so you know grandma aunt and grandpa had to get up and move a couple rows in front of us so then we were sitting next to the family but they were cool we were sitting next to this like uh younger kid and he was really into the dodger game and he was really like rooting on and it was fun because he was clapping hard like kind of kind of in my face and he was he was and we were joking around. He was a good kid. Uh, at one point, he came back from from the concession stands with a hot dog, a drink, and a, and a cup of fries. Which, by the way, the cup of fries goes for six seventy five. And he sat down, and the cup of fries just slow motion like flipped over, oh, no. and all the fries just landed on the pavement. I was like, oh man! And he like looked at his dad. He was young enough to like look at his dad, like, "What is your dad gonna do? Like, nothing's gonna happen?" Like, buy me ju- more fries. <laughs> he just spent seven bucks for nothing, um, so that was a bummer. Are you,
2: are you even a child at a sporting event if you don't lose exactly. part of the overpriced food? Yes,
0: exactly. That's that's just part of the part of the experience. Lose some of the expensive food your parents just bought you, <laughs> and if you're lucky, don't don't let them notice yeah. that you lost lost it. Um. Uh, the lines for beer is insane at Dodger Stadium. Like it was it's like an inning just to get a beer. Again, a can, not even a tall boy, just like a regular, uh, you know, medium can or whatever. It's like twenty dollars, but it was worth it. You know, we got our friend nice and 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 buzzed, and he had a great time. Doesn't remember the end of the game, which is worth it. The <laughs> most memorable thing about the game is probably uh, there was. So Tyler, what do you call a streaker who's clothed? Who well, was a, an asshole? A, a, yeah, so just a, a this asshole invaded the pitch, um, and it was amazing. like it was a great game. we got our money's worth. there was uh you know, plenty of foul balls, plenty uh, couple home runs, good game. We got to see Shohei Otani play, which was cool, but this pitch invader asshole he he runs on the pitch from the right field, uh foul area. And immediately there's like four security guards chasing him from right behind him. He's wearing like a a Dodgers jersey and there's like four black shirt security guards chasing him. So just immediately on him. He's running towards center field. And then four security guards from left field start chasing him. And so you just see eight security guards converging on this dude running towards center field. He gets to center field, and he jukes out one security guard. And everyone is on their feet, and we're going, whoa! And then he, <laughs> he he turns around to run back to like where he came from, and he jukes another security guard like like you see in a movie, like a dive, and he juked them. And at this point, we're cheering for the pitch invader because yes. at this point, he's got some moves, and he's, he's juked out two security guards. He's sprinting, sprinting, sprinting. They're all chasing behind him. And if you ever been in a baseball game, they have uh, usually a uh, a person down the left field foul line and down the right field foul line. Down the right field foul line, there's this girl. I don't know if she was a woman or a girl, but you could you could see she's had long blonde hair. She's the last line of defense before this pitch and batter asshole makes it back to his seats and she doesn't look very big you know so i'm like oh my god she's gonna tackle him and she kind of gets in the stance and puts like her her forearms up to like try to like block him you know Mm -hmm. and he jukes her out and but he's going so fast that the wall to the seats hits him like on his on his legs mid thigh -thigh, with so much momentum that he does like the, the 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 momentum flip you know where where like you just your feet you're flying like a like a popsicle stick, <laughs> and he flips over back into the seats, and everyone goes yeah, um, and they still arrested him yeah, and uh, he got arrested and and after they were walking him up the stairs, everyone was cheering for him, and everything, and uh, it was just as exciting as the game. Um, I told my friends if you're a pitch invader and you make it back to the stands, I think that should be like tags safe zone. <laughs> like you should, you should get to go. Like I made it back to the stands. You should be able to turn around, like taunt them, be like, ah, "I'm free." But no, they yeah, they arrested him. And I heard you get banned from the stadium for life, and you go to jail. So I don't think it's worth it.
2: Dang, why? Yeah, they
0: don't fuck around.
2: Why do people do that? For
0: fun. To 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 prove it to their friends, I think. Because first of all, you get in a lot of trouble. Second of all, they don't even get on TV because they they purposely don't show it. On television, So there's not even any record unless anyone like was filming on their phone. So really you can just say I did it, but it's not even a cool thing. Like if a guy at a bar was like, oh, hey, I've, uh, I've pitch and every stadium in the major leagues. I'd be like, I don't care. <laughs> like, <laughs> great achievement. <laughs> I that don't... Is,
1: that's one of the things about when people rush on the field that, I understand why, but it bothers me that they don't show it on TV. Like, I want to watch it. Mm-hmm. So I'm forced to then wait around on Twitter to find out when it eventually shows up. Um, how much money would you have to be paid to do it?
0: Man. it have to, Because of the person that I am, like, most people, I think, would be like, oh, a grand or ten grand. But I really don't want to, like, being in trouble and shit like that. So it'd have to be, like, a million dollars.
2: I mean... If I if this is a, a dream world where I'm rich and I don't need to worry about like not having a record for work, <laughs> it probably wouldn't take that much.
0: How <laughs> much?
3: I don't know,
2: maybe
0: 500 bucks. 500 bucks? This is
2: assuming that I don't have a job. I'm not trying to get a job. <laughs> there's no record to worry about.
0: Wow, 500. All right, well, we retire. You know, I'm going to have to eat my words. <laughs> <laughs> it's a... Uh, you got to be fast to even make it out there any, any far, you know, like he, he had to be fast. I feel like most people would get tackled pretty quickly. Um, but uh, God, it's just it's one of those things. <laughs> as soon as he as soon as you get into a one percent, you got to go the whole way. You can't like I've never seen anyone run, run on the field like five feet and be like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Mistake. <laughs> and like and like go back and be like, I actually didn't want to do it. You know, <laughs> have you guys ever seen a streaker?
2: Um, I saw one once at a high, high school football game. Naked? He was in tidy whities. We had that too. And he had a football helmet on so no one could see <laughs> who he was. And the layout of our um, high school football stadium, it backed right into like a kind of a, a, a slope that had a lot of foliage and there was like hiking trails and stuff. So that's where he came out of and that's where he ran back into. So it was like.
0: He got away? Yeah,
2: you would get away with it because there's no way you're going to find him.
0: Ours, our field is like a, uh, it it abuts a neighborhood and like a, a like a long street, but like so it's a stadium and then there's like a the, after the end zone there's like a hill leading up to the street, so yeah he did the same thing he, like this kid in uh, like tidy whitey's running <laughs> shoes, and like a bandana, just streak straight across and getting chased by the security but uh just ran up that hill and got in the car and <laughs> drove <laughs> they drove away,
2: um I don't know I think it's streaking I'm I'm not for like making people see your naked body who don't want to see your naked body so like of course tidy- whitey streaking I don't know why I feel like it's an act of rebellion that everyone gets very excited about
0: oh when you're you when know? you're at the stadium mm-hmm. yeah it's like it's it's a sh- an extra show for your money it, it's,
1: it's it's one of the few instances in life where you can comfortably root for both sides because you're <laughs> you're rooting for whoever's doing it to get as far as they can and try and get away but you're also rooting for the guards to just close line them and lay them out That's and so regardless what so the outcome, regardless of the outcome you're having a good time so I one of my favorite things when that happens is when there's a rain delay in baseball and they put the big tarp out yeah and I've seen people then jump out of the field and run and then they'll use the tarp like a giant slip and slide that's oh. always hilarious. <laughs> that,
2: that would be fun. That would be fun.
1: Yeah. Recently, there was um. I don't remember what game it was, but there was. I think this was still when uh, COVID protocols were in place, so there wasn't really people in the stands. Somehow, this person like hid in the tarp, like in the rolled up tarp, oh and my then God. and then they got out and they went across the field, which hilarious because there's no one else there <laughs> like for you to <laughs> blend in and disappear but it was just funny that that level of commitment because they had to wait in
0: that thing for at well, least like an hour
2: yeah how long was he just sitting there like I hope the forecast was right I hope the forecast was right I don't, I, know why,
0: I don't know why I've always imagined if you get caught under that tarp you just suffocate I know you don't but my as a kid I was always like oh my god because people get run over every once in a while like they'll yeah. slip and they'll get covered for a little bit I'm like oh my god you're drowning.
1: <laughs> it would be funny if they, if like the guards found like the little lump of where the person was and just like four corner held them down so they can't move out, and then they like start waterboarding them or something. Oh my god, like, that would be entertaining. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I don't know if I've seen a, a streaker like in person, but how much I would always... they? Ha-
0: how much would they have to pay you, Tyler? Three uh, dollars? No. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, oh, geez, I don't know. Like. I feel like I'm I'm not I'm not shy when it comes to being the center of attention Um, but I am when it comes to giant people coming to tackle me (laughs) I don't want I don't
3: want
0: to be part of that oh they they, and they probably live for that they're not trying to take you quietly oh
2: Oh my gosh if you're a security guard because being a security guard is probably for the most part a pretty boring job when you have your moment where it's like it's my time to shine motherfucker you're going down
1: oh Also, think about your jobs and my job, anyone's job, just day to day. You deal with assholes every day. And <laughs> more than once, the thought has probably crossed your mind of, I want to punch this motherfucker in the face. like, <laughs> But you can't because that your job won't let you. You'll get fired. Yes. Whereas if you're a security guard, it's basically, on certain occasions, sanctioned
0: violence. Yes. Yeah.
2: Oh, my gosh. I can't imagine. They, they like probably pray for a streaker. Just because it's like some action. It's yeah, my time were, to They shine. were so
0: mad that dude made it back to the stands. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. It was it was a beautiful sight. I wish I wish it was video. I wish I had recorded. He started out so fast, and he had such great moves. And by the time he made it to the stands, he was out of breath. But he was tumbling, and then he <laughs> <laughs> just went over that <laughs> that fence like oh. a rag doll. And immediately got just p- pummeled by security guards. Oh, my But he gosh. got cheered on.
1: The opposite of streaking that I think is adorable is when you see videos of little animals getting loose on the field. Yeah. Like recently, within the last week. uh, I don't remember which teams were playing, but a little cat was on the field. Yeah. Yeah. Just running around. Where do they come from? Yeah, right. And and they're tiny and they're fast. And that's fun because, again, you're rooting for both the cat and the guards because you want the guards to save them and, like, you know, because they're probably freaking out because there's 40,000 people around. Right. Um, but you also kind of want to see the cat, you know, juke him out and get out of the way. So, in all of those, I've always seen that the animal eventually is rescued and taken tenderly off the field. Whereas with streakers, oftentimes they're, you know, they're carted off. Yes.
0: <laughs> it was there was a, a really fun kiss cam um, that they did. Um, at one point, they had they did like a couple, and then they would just. Move the camera down two seats and did the next couple. Down two seats to the next couple. and The next couple. <laughs> but the funniest thing is, like, kiss cam. They, they went. They zoomed in on this couple and it looked like they're having an argument. Oh Like, no. um, the dude was like just in that like position, and the uh, his wife or his girlfriend or or whoever the woman he was with yeah. <laughs> had her hand up, and it just looked like she was saying like, "I don't want to be here," <laughs> like yeah. or or something. <laughs> and they and, and they kept the camera on them for like. I don't know, five, eight seconds. And then they notice and they go, ah! And then they immediately started kissing. <laughs> I,
2: <laughs> mean, I
0: feel like it was a perfect diffuser for whatever they're talking about.
2: That, that camera operator did them a favor. Because <laughs> yeah. you can't go back to arguing after that. Hey,
0: man, if you see us arguing, just put the kiss cam on me real quick. <laughs> like I got I to gotta plant one on her. Or I got to plant one on him and c- calm him down. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that was funny. I was excited. You know, I was, again, Dodger Stadium. I don't like the Dodgers, but I was, it was a patch of parties. I was like, let's give my friend a good time. You know, let's have a good time. It was good energy. We had such a fun time just laughing and, and joking around with your, you know, making stupid jokes with their friends. So I got him a beer. Um, I was like, so one of the things I got excited about, I was like, all right, I'm going to get myself pumped up. I've never had a Dodger dog. That's a cultural thing. Everyone in America knows what a Dodger dog is, and they're so pumped up. A, co- not even- a Costco hot dog is better. Well, was the they're not even Dodger dogs anymore. Like, what? Oh yeah.
1: They, so what? They, yeah. It was uh, who was it? I think Farmer they had a contract John with Farmer John. Yeah, for decades, and they just like that contract dissolved, and they're no, it's no longer Farmer John's hot dog. So yeah, it's if you're going to Dodger Stadium now and getting a Dodger dog, you're getting a sham. Like I'm, it's a shell <laughs> of the former
0: Dodger dog. I'm telling you, I, that must have been my experience because. I'm not a chef, but I'm pretty sure it was Hebrew National because I love Costco hot dogs, and that's what it tasted like. And it cost $8. <laughs> <laughs> so, and you didn't
2: even get a free drink.
0: Not even a free drink. I don't know if the old Dodger dog was bigger, more impressive, but let me say this. This was a letdown Dodger Stadium.
1: I've had, I had Dodger dogs before. The real the, one? The great split between <laughs> Farmer John's and the Los Angeles Dodgers. But apparently, even... When that was the case, there were two separate versions of Dodger dogs at Dodger Stadium. Oh, there still are. Which is confusing because if you go to, like, if I'm going to get a Dodger dog, I should just be able to go to any stand that has hot dogs and get the hot dog. There should not be different versions of this hot dog depending on where you go in the stadium because you're going to fuck over people who don't know any better. And they're going to come away pissed off.
2: So, What's the difference between the versions? The it's
0: 675 hungry. dog is pork. The 775 dog is beef. That's the only difference I can yeah. tell by the signs.
1: Yeah, I think the beef one's a little bigger. I also think they're prepared differently. Um, uh, the I, I want to say the beef ones are grilled, whereas the, the cheaper ones, I want to say they're boiled. But I don't.
0: No uh, you know me, I splurged the extra dollar for that experience, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was a uh, special occasion, so I threw down the extra buck, and uh, <laughs> I don't it know what it is.
2: It wasn't worth it.
1: <laughs> do you have a go-to food when you go to a baseball game?
0: When I go to a baseball game, besides beer, I usually do hot dog because um, I, I don't like this about myself, but I'm big on... If I get messy or if I I gotta account for too much stuff, I get kind of frazzled. So so like um, a hot dog is easy because even after you prepare, you can wrap it up and it's just you just hold it. So I always do a hot dog. Um, that's that's my jam at a at a game. What about you? I think
2: I like nachos at a sporting event.
0: We got that. We got that on a Saturday, yeah, for yeah. sure. What about you, Tyler? What's your go-to?
1: I think it depends on the stadium. Um
0: Oh, he's he knows enough about multiple stadiums, yeah. babe.
1: I'm a certified fat ass, so yes, I, I'm aware of stadium <laughs> food. <laughs> um, so Angel Stadium does really good helmet nachos. Um, and if you've never seen helmet nachos, it's exactly what it sounds like. You get a helmet that is big enough to fit on your head, and they fill it with nachos, which, you know, the whole nine yards, so chips, guac, cheese. Steak or wow. chicken. Like, it's it's everything. Oh. It costs like 20, 25 bucks. You can easily share it with someone. It's great. Um, so if I go to Angel Stadium, I'll probably get the helmet nachos, which recently, as they've been reopening the stadium and having fans back, they've had limited food items, and they have yet to have helmet nachos this season, which is really frustrating. Oh, no.
0: Um,
1: they also, if, if I don't get the nacho fries at Angel Stadium, I'll get uh, their garlic fries. Cause they have pretty good garlic fries with which Dodger stadium also has very good garlic
0: fries. The whole Dodger stadium smells like garlic by the way. Ooh.
3: And,
1: and it's, and it's not like, <laughs> and it's not like garlic powder or it's like legit garlic uh, to the point where I've gone to Dodger stadium before eating their garlic fries. And my mouth hurts from like <laughs> the acid or whatever in the garlic. Um, but at angel stadium recently they've had limited food options so I went up to get some fry. I what I wanted was garlic fries, but they're like, oh, we're serving garlic or we're serving fries, but we don't have garlic fries. I'm like, why? Like, how do you have the French fries? Garlic is not a known carrier of COVID. Just put <laughs> right. fucking garlic on it. I don't know what the problem is. Um, so if if I'm doing if I'm doing those two stadiums, I'll probably do garlic fries the helmet nachos i mean dodger dogs although i haven't had the new lesser version of dodger dogs so that might change
0: too <laughs> um it will
1: i i it's funny you mentioned hot dogs bellister because when i've gone back to cleveland um they've had dollar dog nights
0: which i know oh my god
1: yeah they're not universal to cleveland but like that's where i've experienced them where it's a great deal you can buy yeah. hot dogs for a, a dollar um and they're you know, they're shitty hot dogs. They're they're not great, but you can Sword buy dogs. Dollar.
2: <laughs> But shitty it, hot dogs taste good when they're only a dollar.
1: Yeah. It, so me and my cousins and my brother had this bright idea to try and let's do a hot dog every inning. <laughs> um, <laughs>
3: I
0: love awesome. it. That's awesome.
1: It's, it, uh, don't do it. It's such a bad
0: idea. Did you guys <laughs> make it nine innings?
1: Hell no. I tapped out after like five and I was like, I feel like Joey Chestnut. Intestines- George oh. Chesson would be disappointed. Oh, yeah. he would he would he would throw shame on me. Um no, I my stomach and my intestines felt I was in so much pain. I was like oh my God. humans are not meant to consume this much processed meat in such a short <laughs> amount of time. And you're just praying that the, the team gets a rally so you know you can give your intestines a little bit of a break. But you're oh like, God. fuck, the the pitcher's rolling, he just went another one, two, three inning. God damn it. <laughs> How so don't long do that
2: how long did it take for you to have a shit after that
1: oh my
0: god
2: (laughs) you don't have to answer that question uh,
1: it's funny i'm usually very regular in my bowel movements um (laughs) like i think it was even the other day jen was like yeah he's not feeling well because after we ate he didn't go to the bathroom like he normally does (laughs) um yeah i i was definitely in pain for a good amount of time um between that and then there was one week in college, I went to Korean barbecue twice in one week, which, again, oh. terrible idea. Couldn't move on Monday morning. I, mean, I felt like God. I was going
0: to die.
2: I mean, great idea, but terrible idea.
1: Yeah. G- great idea in the moment, but it, it will kill you.
3: <laughs> oh, man.
0: So, I think... I think for this again again, I think I'd want to go back and relive it in person. It was just so much fun. And sports games, so... You know if you go to a lot of sports games One of the things you walk around a lot You're going to get sweaty You're going to be around other people It's going to be tight You're going to rub up on on sweaty forearms And stuff like that And I'm I'm, I'm a big dude And I'm, I'm one of those people Like if I'm sweaty I'm immediately kind of annoyed Like I, I really don't like being sweaty And it just gets me bothered And then I get sweat spots on my shirt And it really has kept me from having a good time In the past Just because I'm so self-conscious But something about Uh, That bachelor party Just because I was with all my guy friends And and probably because we were drinking beer And we were there just to Maybe it's because all the focus was on my friend Just to give him Mm -hmm. a good time I wasn't really worried about being sweaty I wasn't thinking about it And we had a lot of fun So I think I'd want to I think I'm glad I had that experience Because I want to bring that energy to any other kind of like like oh how do i look in my clothes I'm, am i gonna be sweaty you know it's gonna be hot i'm gonna look weird wearing a jacket so i gotta wear a t-shirt do i look good right. what, you know like black t-shirts don't show sweat marks as much as like a great like, <laughs> i think about all this shit and it, it really bothers me that i do i'm trying to get better at it but that game was i didn't think about that at all um it was a lot of fun. Literally, the only thing that could make it better is if we had caught a foul ball. Yeah. Like, um, so yeah, that was like my my. Or
2: punch the streaker in the face.
0: <laughs> or they had tackled that that uh, that pitch invader. Um, but yeah.
2: That's awesome. That sounds like a really fun time.
0: Yeah. So, Amanda, what is your sporting again again?
2: So mine is not a personal event. It's an event from history okay. that I would have liked to have been there oh. for so and the, i'm sure i'm gonna get some controversial remarks as to whether or not this fits into a sport But i will ascertain that it does or ascertain i will maintain that it does
0: go karts yes
2: <laughs> so when i was in high school i was on the color guard for those of you that don't know color guard are the group of folks during the marching band who are spinning the flags spinning the rifles dancing doing the pageantry aspect of marching band when it's not marching band season color guard performs on their own inside of uh, a, like a gym stadium and they do their own show that's just them dance their equipment and the biggest like uh, i guess network league that um runs competitions winter guard international calls it a sport of the arts Mm -hmm. so that's why i'm considering this a sport
0: yeah for sure and
2: it is extremely athletic it's hard to do it's yeah it's you've got to be really fit it takes a lot of skill um there is an iconic winter guard show that every freshman who makes the team is sat down and forced to watch and i would love to be there when it originally premiered So if you've never seen a Winter Guard show, there's definitely, I think, like any competition, there's kind of tropes where people will do certain things because that's what the judges historically like. They're kind of trying to play towards what they think will get them a good score. (laughs) And typically in this circuit, Winter Guard International, it's usually like slow ballady type songs that the performance is done to that always do well. And so naturally, whenever there's like a really upbeat one, people get really excited and get really behind it. Yeah. So this show was Northmont High School, 1997, and they flipped the script entirely. Their performance was titled Dante's Inferno. Oh, God. Which, for those of you who don't know, is a classic historical text uh, written by a guy whose name I can't remember um, that details the seven rings of hell. Dante's trip through those rings. So it's it's basically hell-themed. The music is like a mix of like heavy metal rock, and they overlaid it with audio clips of people screaming,
0: Uh.
2: audio clips from the omen, the movie, sound, you know, like horror movie sound effects. This
0: is like they gave like a heavy metal dude a band to their direct. Yes. (laughs) He's like, here's what we're doing. We're going dark.
2: The costumes are were like spandex unitards that looked like zombie flesh. What color? Like gray, like disintegrating flesh. Oh my gosh! There's a scene where someone comes out in a flesh-colored unitard, and they pull away and do a reveal, turning her into a zombie. Uh. There is a scene in the show.
0: You're saying a scene like you're watching a TV. Show. I
2: know. Where s- the rumor was that they got the f- the f- f- high school football captain. I have no clue if that's true. But he comes out painted in all red and plays the devil. Wow! And there's a scene where someone hangs themselves.
0: Oh my god! They have
2: a rig where a performer obviously doesn't actually happen. Yeah. But that's the scene of her hanging herself. Now,
0: from a, they force you to watch this <laughs>
2: because it's so good. Now, from from a technical aspect, it's great the the choreography is great the the theat- theatricality of it is great like if you were to look purely at like textbook what does it take to be good at color guard it's all there but the fact that it is flips the script in every way from what everything you see yeah especially in finals competition high level going for the gold competition right it's so shocking and You know, this was in 1997. I was a freshman in high school in 2005. So obviously, you know, that was a few years removed. There are rumors about this show. So when I was in high school... Where
0: does this Winter Guard take place?
2: So Northmont High School is a high school from Ohio. And the Winter Guard International Finals... Shout out, Ohio. Actually, they also take place in Ohio. So super shout out, Ohio. Super shout out. Super shout out. When I was in high school, I was told that the director of the color guard got fired. I was told that... Allegedly. Allegedly. was told that they had like, recruited high school players to like, play devils. Like, there's all kinds of rumors about this show. And in preparation for tonight's uh, podcast, I looked up the show on YouTube just to kind of refresh my memory, and it's funny because there are so many comments from people saying like the same kind of rumors. Like, I heard this happened. I heard this happened. Then people like, no, this didn't happen. This didn't happen. What
0: rumors?
2: Like, um, like someone was saying the girl really hung herself obviously that did not happen
0: that would be that's a classic high school rumor to start
2: people were saying that the school got banned from competition for this show that <laughs> apparently didn't happen that would be the
0: coolest thing to get banned for
2: people were saying the director got fired according to someone else that didn't happen uh just it's oh
0: my god well i mean when it comes to like school even if you're not a religious person you're like hey honey what would you do at school today you're like oh that we practiced by watching a devil show You'd be like, What? Can I show me the video that they showed you? I guarantee you there are parents like phoning in to the school being like, I contribute this much money to the program and this is what you're showing my kids, blah blah. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, the parents should have all known, right? Because you're rehearsing all that stuff.
2: <laughs> well, that's the thing, is the rehearsal had to have you know, you start practicing for a show yeah. and staging for a show long before. And the thing is, this show actually had a lot of props and that kind of thing, which means you would have needed all the parents to be on your side in order to help you build and lug those That makes props?
0: it even cooler that, that, that now I'm thinking of like a supportive group of parents like, yeah, we're the devil show, we're going to kick ass.
2: Now, this high school is they
0: uh, they're underwater now. No. Oh.
2: They they perform at a very high level. They're in a high um, tier of the color guard world.
0: Well, Ohio's in the north. They got to perform <laughs> at a high level. Uh, and at like, the time, we're, we're we're in the Midwest. Excuse
2: me. <laughs> <laughs> at the time of this show, they had 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 like several years preceding of of being really successful in competition. So I'm sure that probably made it a little easier because the the that the team could kind of say like look if you want to continue to make a name for yourself like this is what it takes like right. they you know when you have when you're performing at that level you kind of have that buy-in from families and yeah. whatnot I think but I, I can only imagine like what the principal found out what was I, going on I wish there
0: had been a camera on the audience so you can watch well, both both uh, both views
2: yes I would love to see that especially you know when you're thinking in the scope of a performance you know if if you're just sitting there watching you know you go from like sad song to slow song to classical music to classical music to sad song like pray
0: satan he is the man (laughs) yes
2: exactly i so i would just love to be there and see that for the first time
0: you would okay so you you would uh where would you be would you be in the stands Uh, yeah
2: i would be be an audience member
0: okay so
2: and I just want to see people's, I, I want to like have, bring back the reaction that I had the first time I saw it from a shitty YouTube video, but yes. seeing it in real life.
0: You're the only, you'd be the only audience member facing the opposite way. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're sitting on the railing, like leaning back, looking at all the, all the parents.
2: And I guess I want to see people's reaction.
0: I'd love to go with you. People would be like. Why is there a guy in a devil suit here? I'd be like, just wait. <laughs> I just, I'd have like horns. Those little like headbands you can put on that have horns. I'd be like, anyone want any? Anyone I'd be like, who is this fucking guy? I'd be like, you guys have no fucking idea. I bet you the parents had devil horns. That would have been so cool.
2: Well, because I'm sure other sporting uh, families do this, but my my knowledge is color guard and marching band, like. The parents get really into it, oh, yeah. so, so I'm yeah. sure they made like pins with double horns and stuff on it.
0: Yeah, my child is special. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I was in marching band, and yes, the parents, super into it. Um, Color Guard, it's great. Um, I went with our band to a bunch of the Color Guard shows they did, um, and they are, it is so intricate, the, the steps and the maneuvers they're doing, so adding all of these props and this like just pageantry into this is just out of this world so yeah if the parents were in on this that like or if their kids were in it parents were all in on this there's no way that you could be in a program of this quality and not completely be on board with what they're doing
2: well and also like as someone who has performed you know in color guard shows (laughs) Uh (laughs) excuse me i've performed in ohio at wgi finals not to brag that's Uh, the
1: first time anyone's (laughs) bragging about performing in ohio
2: (laughs) but you know performing is so fun and one thing that makes performance a lot of fun i think this goes for any kind of performance is when you are really excited about the material or when it's material that like takes you outside of yourself lets you do something different so i cannot imagine how much fun these sixteen-year-old girls had pretending to be fucking zombies?
0: Yeah, the, especially when you know they're killing it. We're doing great.
2: Yes, when you when you toss a six and you catch it like, and you're a fucking zombie. What's oh a six? my gosh! So Dude, a six, six is a badass. Would be like six rotations.
0: Oh shit! Oh the gun.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep. Hell yeah. Hell yeah! So I would love to. Experience it and see other people's reactions. But if I could do a second time, I might like to take my part and perform it because that just seems like it'd be so fun.
0: oh yeah, we can take turns. We could just replace other kids. Like, <laughs> uh, you know, go back to go back in time, take the uniform and <laughs> jump yeah. in. Um, what was I gonna ask? Oh, okay. So just for the listeners, mm-hmm. repeat the name of the high school so everyone can go watch this because we're definitely gonna watch this. So it I've is, never seen this. It
2: is on YouTube. It Northmont high school 1997 winter guard and actually if you go on youtube and type in dante's inferno color guard i found a playlist of creepy winter guard shows <laughs> uh, the only one of this these i have seen is northmont so i might go back and watch more of them but you know color guard is like kind of a niche thing you know most people think like oh it's the people who didn't make I the think cheerleading it's team niche. <laughs> but I think if you're someone who's into performance, if you're into dance, if you're into theater, look up some YouTube videos. There are some really exciting Color Guard performances. And I'm using Color Guard and Winter Guard kind of interchangeably, if that's throwing anyone off. Winter guard is the the terminology they use for performances that's color guard only that doesn't include the marching band. Oh, gotcha. So uh, I realized I just that thought, I it, been I just thought off. it
0: meant you do it in the winter.
2: Well, that typically marching band is the fall season, and then you start prepping for winter guard in winter.
0: I didn't do color guard, so they never taught me the seasons. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, go go watch. That YouTube video. Tell us what you think. Leave us a comment. Leave us a review. Leave us a rating. And tell us what you think about this double show. And if you can go catch a color guard show, it's much like a sporting event or a live event. There, if you're there, you're gonna have fun.
2: There's so much fun. It, it. You're really, like any sporting event. To me, comes down to the atmosphere. So getting out, having a concession. You know, being with friends, but also seeing people at the top of their game. And so you can get that. color guard even though it's not baseball football basketball it really meets those same components i would say if you're not into scary stuff and you want a show to watch i would say look up fantasia 2006 2005. it's a show where they have mattresses on the floor it's basically about sex so you know that's a good opposite
1: <laughs> <laughs> nice Do you all like when stuff uses that kind of imagery for like shock value
0: what kind of imagery like well, grotesque like, imagery
1: grotesque or like demonic or i guess in this other case sexual like does, i think it, does if
0: if, if it it's like with comedy you know people say with stand up they say you can joke about anything as long as it's funny with when it comes to that stuff, I it's all cool if it fits with the message or with your performance or with your show, and it works well. If you're mm-hmm. just like ah uh, a pentagram to scare people, and there's really nothing like no more substance to it, right? Then you're you're just you're just a, a middle schooler. <laughs> yeah, I, I
2: agree. I think those. I I think you know the shock value is great when it's so out there that it makes people think like why am I put off by this and it makes you like analyze how you're feeling and I I I don't know if that was the intent of this color guard crew but I feel like it was because like I said when you're at that level of competition the finals so much of it is slow ballads that doing something so the polar opposite I feel like is forces people to be like what the heck are we doing like we can perform at a high level going you know crazy it doesn't all have to be slow simple ballads yeah.
1: yeah well and i mean think about it we're 25 years after that performance and we're still talking about it at this point it means it. it did something good or bad it was memorable yeah um i wouldn't be surprised if the director of that show was a fan of alice cooper um because alice cooper famously has a stage show that is super intricate he has stage props he has all of these different like grotesque kind of you know scary things on his show um and he he did an interview once and he said that one of his biggest albums is called welcome to my nightmare and he's like i can't put an album out like that and then just say it you have to give them the nightmare you have to perform it for them right and so alice cooper famously to this day he still does it he will have a section in his show where he will have a guillotine and he will get his head cut off like and then he comes back to life and he holds up his like decapitated head oh, to the that's audience, like and killing the, the ego crazy. i love it it's it's so <laughs> cool that was one of the reasons i wanted to see alice cooper live was because i want to see this spectacle that he's putting on so i wouldn't be surprised if the director for for the dante inferno show had a similar mindset is like i want to tell the story but i'm not just gonna tell it i need to show the story to them because color guard at the end of the day it's a visual medium and you Mm -hmm. want to show people a story and they did it by turning people into zombies and hanging themselves which i think is pretty cool
0: um for those who don't know alice cooper is the guy who does that song uh Yesterday, all my troubles trouble <laughs> to Wait a
3: fall.
1: minute.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not. leaving <laughs> <laughs> yet. That's that guy, right? No. <laughs>
1: uh, no, uh, Alice Cooper's the golfer. <laughs> um, he absolutely loves golf. Um, he's in Wayne's World. He has a doctorate in music, I think. Oh. And he cuts his head off on stage every night.
0: Hard Rock Cafe uh, University, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, yeah,
1: I yeah. watching Color Guard is so... Especially because, like you were saying, Amanda, um, Color Guard with the marching band, they're performing to the music that the band's playing, whereas Winter Guard, they're playing to a track, and right. they're performing to a backing track, which is cool because I feel like every middle school, high school kid, even I mean, me sometimes... Um, you get this idea, you're like, I want to like have a theme song. And so Mm -hmm. you can perform to like really cool music. uh, And obviously I was in marching band, so I love the marching band music, but to have like famous tracks like playing and then you're like, you said, Amanda, you toss the six up and you catch it. And then the crowd goes wild. Like Mm -hmm. it's one of the coolest feelings. Like I I never did that, but I knew people who did and they loved it. (laughs) (laughs) I was just there to roll out the tarp and then put it away. That's, which, that was which, my contribution to Winter Guard.
2: Which every guard needs. We thank you for your service.
1: <laughs> well, see, I, I was the drum major, and my girlfriend at the time was in the Winter Guard. So I was pretty much contractually obligated to go with them to the performances and support and roll
0: out the match. Yeah. <laughs> so, Tyler, what is your again, again?
1: I have talked a number of times on this podcast about being a baseball fan. And what I know, it's weird, but the one that stuck out to me for this, when I was a kid, um, feels strange now in twenty twenty one to say this. But I was a Red Sox fan, <gasps> which seems blasphemous at this
2: point. How did that happen?
1: Well, I played little league, and I didn't have a conception or a perception of the outside world. And I'm like, well, I play on this team, so I will be a fan of this team, which I feel makes sense for a kid.
2: Yeah, and, why do they name Little League teams after professional teams?
1: Well, we were just, we had, um, like, we had, like, American League teams. Um, so there was one year I was on the Royals, one year I was on the Yankees, the Red Sox. I was on the Cleveland Indians at one point. They
0: don't do that in soccer. In soccer, yeah. the kids pick a name. <laughs> You're
2: like, oh, the the, the the league sent us purple jerseys. I guess we're purple people eaters. Like, yeah,
1: we're the Irvine Grapes. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, which, side note, um, you mentioned soccer earlier. Uh, Bellister's soccer uh, fandom was coming out when he was referring to the baseball diamond as a pitch. Um, he said that about a dozen <laughs> times. I died a little bit each time. But it's okay, because we're still here.
0: The baseball um, diamond? You mean the infield?
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so at the time, um, and my family... I remember the Cleveland Indians when I was a very little kid. My whole family out in Ohio was a fan of the team. Then we moved to California, and my family, they kind of stopped you know, following baseball, and so it, it kind of fell away in my formative years. But by the time I started, like I was in Little League and I was more interested, the team I remember playing on was the Red Sox, and so I became a fan of the Red Sox. And I was number five on my team, and at the time the the player that wore number five for the red sox was a player by the name of nomar Garcia Mm-hmm. so nomar um for bellister's probably upset because uh nomar has ties to the dodgers at this point um he might be a minority owner i don't remember but he has ties to the dodgers um but at the time he was on the red sox and this was back during the time um it was like the new golden age of shortstops so you had Nomar on the Red Sox you had Alex Rodriguez on the Rangers and you had Derek Jeter on the Yankees there were these three shortstops that were just like taking the world by storm and I became like a big fan of Nomar because I wore his number I played on his team and so I would adopt his like antics at the at the uh, in the batters box
0: all right so uh, for those that don't know tellers about the tell us, this guy had so many antics More than any batter I've ever seen.
1: He was just always having a silly goose time. He was just, (laughs) he was, he was kooky. No. Um, So he had this thing um, where every pitch, like between pitches, he would step out of the box. He would fuck around with his batting gloves like eight times. Um, He would then like tap the plate with his bat a few, like a half dozen times and he would just, like, tap his feet. Like, he was just very, like, jittery and just, like, a lot of kinetic energy in the box. Um, which, at the Major League level, like, everyone's kind of doing stuff like that. But in Little League, it's obnoxious <laughs> because, because... I'm going to of, the league, man! Because <laughs> none of you were very good. The game's already lasting too long and you're just prolonging it for no fucking reason. Right. Um, so I started doing that stuff because I was like, I want to be like no more. And... Um, I, didn't, I don't know that I really comprehended, uh, like, divisions at that time. So, like, I ne- I didn't understand why the Red Sox never came and, like, played the Padres. Because I was <laughs> right. clo- I, I was in San Diego. Same, yeah. And that was the closest stadium. And I was like, fuck, I, like, I'm never going to get to see them. um, And then one year, um, I realized that they were going to play the Angels. And I knew nothing about the Angels. I just, like... They were not in my mind. I don't think we had an Angels in our little league, so like that team didn't exist to me. Um, but I was like, the Red Sox are going to play, so I begged my parents. I'm like, can we go see the Red Sox? We can go see Nomar. It'll be so fun. <laughs> um, and we did And so we we drove up to Angel Stadium. I think it was the first time I'd ever gone to Angel Stadium. And we got there early, so we can maybe try and get a like a picture with Nomar. Oh, Nice and um before did you wear
2: did you wear your little league jersey
1: so i didn't wear my little league jersey because we went to the the place that made our little league jerseys and we bought new ones but had garcia parra put on the back with five so i have my red Sox hat i have my nomar jersey i have my (laughs) glove i bought a i bought a ball and, like, brought a Sharpie so I could, like, get the ball so, Like, I wanted to meet No More. I wanted his autograph. Super fan. Um, yeah. And, and Also, so we,
2: eight-year-old Tyler, rolling with the dough, bought his own ball.
1: I, <laughs> I'm I assuming my parents bankrolled me, but... <laughs> that know.
2: one's for you, Mrs. Griffith.
1: <laughs> I, I do, uh, you know, maybe I'm, maybe I'm a trust fund baby. Who knows? <laughs> um, so we get up there, and we... I think it was, like, a, a 7 o'clock game. So we get up there pretty early when the teams are still warming up and and getting ready for the game. And so we go down, and at Angel Stadium, if I remember correctly, the visiting side is on the first baseline. And so we get there, we get our seats. I don't even remember where our seats were. They weren't, like, super great seats. But we, like, we go, and we go down towards the dugout, And there's a group of people down there who are just kind of hanging out basically with the same intention we are to try and meet players, get autographs, which it is funny when you look at that crowd because it's always, for the most part, a mixture of two people. Little kids who are accompanied by their parents and guys who are like five or ten years older than me but kind of look like me. And they have like a binder full of cards because they want to get every player's autograph because they're going to then go sell it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really sad when you see those guys like get foul balls and shit because it's, you're just ruining this. And I say that knowing full well that if I get a foul ball as a baseball fan and a little kid comes up to me, I'm going to tell him to fuck off and I'm keeping <laughs> my ball. There's
0: um, no good reason why you should give the kid that ball. No. unless no. Unless you first stole it from him.
2: Yeah, you know, on the internet, you know, you'll see clips of like, you know, an adult catching a ball and a kid being like, "Can I have it?" and they people get shamed, but it's like
0: Yeah, no, fuck I've them. been waiting since I was a kid to catch a ball.
2: Well, it's also like chances are this kid is only is only a fan cuz their parents are a fan like, you know.
0: <laughs> well,
1: except me. I would Ex- I would, drag my parents to the <laughs> I mean,
2: obviously that's not always the case but a lot of times. Like it means more to the adult than to the child. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I just, like, there is definitely a fine line between fandom and, like, a fanatic, and I I tow that line pretty well most of the time, but, um, yeah, if I catch a foul ball, kids around me can get fucked. Like, I'm keeping that ball. (laughs) Um, uh, we were at spring training once, and my buddy Vincent, um, he, like, scraped his leg up chasing a foul ball, um, and I think he got it over a little kid, and I was like, good, fuck that kid. Um... (laughs) I don't know why I hate kids and foul balls so much, but I'm like, no, you're not getting this. (laughs) Um, I do think some of it is my internalized rage when I see those videos of people booing people who caught it, like, fairly. Like, if you, I have seen videos where a kid gets the ball and, like, some asshole steals it from them. Yeah, that's bullshit. completely different. Fuck that person. Yes, that's horrible. But if I catch a ball in my glove and then a kid is whining that they don't, that they want it, I don't care. Yeah. (laughs) It's mine. Yeah. Um, But luckily, on this day, I already had a ball because I bought a shiny new ball at probably Walmart. And then we went down there and we're in this group of people and we're all kind of waiting. And the Red Sox are a pretty like it's a pretty like nationally known team like and their fans travel pretty well. So there was a decent amount of Red Sox fans like when I go when Cleveland's in town, there's like four people that are there to watch the (laughs) Cleveland baseball team. Um, but the Red uh-huh. Sox traveled pretty well. And so we're down there. We're waiting. And I had never really done this before. And so I didn't know really what to expect. I was just like, had this like mentality. Like, I'm going to meet him. I'm going to get this autograph. And then he comes out with his trainer. And looking back, I was an obnoxious fuck.
0: <laughs> um, I'm so excited to hear why you just said
1: that. Yeah, Because for... 30 minutes. And I will say, I wasn't the only person doing this. Um, people around me were doing the same thing. Um, my mom, bless her heart, uh, jumped in to tr- because she wanted me to be able to get the autograph too, so she was participating. Um, we're just screaming
0: his name for like 30 minutes. <laughs> like, First Nomar. name, last name, or both names?
1: Nomar. Well, I, especially with Nomar, his last name is Garcia Parra. Like, you can't scream that for 30 minutes. Like... <laughs> You can't say that five times without fucking it you know. <laughs> So we're just screaming, like, no
3: more. No, no like,
1: just, more. Like, just want him to come over. And he is, like, in the zone. He is, he is, uh, he is, like, getting ready. His trainer's, like, helping him stretch out. He's, like, doing sprints and stuff like that. He's not coming over to, like, do autographs and take pictures, which, looking back, I'm like, yeah, he's got a game to play. Like, that makes sense. Um, but, you know, child Tyler doesn't understand that. And I'm getting progressively more upset. I start crying and I'm just oh, like Oh no. I was just like no like through tears just how, screaming how old are you? his name. I had to be I want to say 8 or 9 like something like that. So So it right, goes it goes from no more to no more <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. I was right on that cusp where like a year or two more it would be like okay shut up you're <laughs> old enough to stop doing this. Yeah. Um and, and I, like, my mom can tell I'm just getting visibly sad. Like, I'm just, I, I want to meet my favorite player. And he's just ignoring us to the point where my mom was like, wow, he could at least acknowledge us and stuff, which yeah, at least at the time play. I was like, I was like, yeah, just fucking say hi. But also I'm like, he, he, he's getting ready for the game. Like he's doing his thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're doing this and I'm just like, I'm losing hope. I'm like, this isn't going to happen. I'm just so sad. And finally, like, we're getting we're getting ready to, for the game to start and we're like about to give up and be like, you know, we're just, we gotta go. And then finally he ends his warm ups, and he comes by and no he, starts, way. he starts at like one end and he starts like signing autographs. And at this point, the people who are kind of like hanging back and these are most of these, like, you know, the neckbeards I was talking about, yeah. right? Right. the binder full of cards that want everything signed. <laughs> this is when they start trying to like come up and like get autographs and like put their shit in front of kids Um, and, like, that wasn't gonna happen, like, especially with my mom. Like, she's, she's tiny, but she'll fight a motherfucker. Right. Um, and No More's coming down the line, and this is back before phones had, like, really good cameras, so my mom had, like, our digital camera nomar's coming up and like i don't get a picture with nomar but like he's right there we have like a close-up of his face which in hindsight is a weird picture Um, (laughs) it's just like his face just fucking right there you printed Um, it
2: out and you slept with it under your pillow
1: i just you know rubbed it for good luck before i went to the games um so and then he came by signed signed my ball yes and, and i had in my glove and i was i was so happy like i was so relieved i was like i got to and I didn't even really meet Nomar. He signed right. my ball and walked on. Like, I didn't get to talk with him. I didn't say, like, whatever. Um, and so then we, we go up and we're in our seats and we watch the game. I don't remember how Nomar did that game. It, it didn't matter to me because I was like, I got his autograph. Yeah. And, and I just keep, like, every, like, half inning, just, like, I put the ball in my glove and I keep, like, checking it to make sure it's there. Like, it's not messed up or anything. Yeah. Um, and then we leave and go home and that that's that. So... I I would want to go back to relive that and I would probably want to be like out of body experience for this because I would want to see just how ridiculous I sound (laughs) (laughs) and for how long because like nothing was more important to me at that moment than getting his autograph on this baseball and just I would love to watch the progression of. Excitement to kind of confused as to like why is it ignoring us? Maybe sports players aren't the best people we thought. Um, and then just defeat and just distress, D- despair, and then a little bit of hope, and then excitement again, and then relief. Like, I would want to go on that journey yes. from an outsider's perspective. You, um, you, because
0: you think you're pretty close on estimating how long it was? You were yelling for like 30 minutes, you think?
1: Yeah, I feel like it was pretty close because I, I think now, like when players are, like, warming up now, like, warm-ups are a good probably 20, 30 minutes, so it's probably in that range. Yeah. But I remember, like, that was... I feel bad because, like, I stayed a Red Sox fan for a little while, um, and then eventually, like, Nomar got traded, um, and then his... He never had the same career that, like, Alex Rodriguez and Derek Jeter had um, because he just constantly dealt with injuries. Um but I stayed a fan of the Red Sox and I got to watch them win the World Series in 2004 and break the curse, which was really cool. And then I look back to now and I'm like, I hate the Red Sox, fuck <laughs> Um and You still know
0: where that ball is? Yeah, I think it's at my parents' house. Um, how, many, what, how many sign balls you got?
1: I have a couple. Um, that's the one that I think stands out to me the most um, because a lot of a couple of the other ones I have, were from spring training, but mm. there's a bunch of signatures on one ball, and I'm I don't remember who all the players are because oh, yeah. they're just on the ball. Yeah. Um. But the Nomar one is is my favorite. Um, if I could get one of a player today, my favorite player since I started like refollowing baseball in 2012, um, is Jason Kipnis. He he was on Cleveland. He was in. He was with them for the World Series run in 2016. He. You know, in Game Seven, almost hit a home run to win the game, and I lost my mind. Um, and then he got traded. I think he's with the Braves now, but he's probably my favorite player of the last like ten years. So, if I could get another ball to get autographed, it'd probably be him. Yeah, right. um, I'm not gonna stand and scream his name for thirty minutes, but you know, fifteen, and might say it loudly. Yeah, I could do Jason. Yeah, so that that would be my. Um, that would be my event I would want to go back to um, to watch. There, I've gone to a lot of sporting events over the years. Um, I could have said I would want to go back to game six of the World Series in 2016. But why would I want to relive that pain? So <laughs>
0: doing that. Um, That's hilarious. I, 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 I would I would go back to that with you. I'd be like, yeah. Tyler, Tyler, look how long you've been yelling.
2: Here's Here's what I want to know, because this is where my mind went as a child. And it's kind of unfortunately also where my mind goes now. But when something like that's going to happen, and it's like, oh, I might get a signature from my favorite baseball player, like my mind then goes, and what if he's like, you're all right, kid? And he hands me his bat. And then what if he's like, you really got something, kid? (laughs) And he hands me season tickets. And what if he's like, You know what, you you're know what, special.
0: Kid? I'm going to marry your mother.
2: Yes, exactly. Like, my mind just makes th- those absurd leaps and bounds. Like, but maybe. Of course. But maybe. I- Do you know if you were thinking anything like that?
0: Um,
1: <laughs> I, My mind, how it works now when you're going through all these things. I was like, wow, what if he kills my mortal enemy? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't think so. I was just so like, like tunnel vision on like i need to get this autograph like nothing else in the world mattered at that moment i just wanted to get that autograph from nomar and like i've i've over the years like i've gotten autographs from different like celebrities and athletes like on a number of occasions like there was one day when i was younger probably around the same time um where i was really into skateboarding at one point never learned how to do fucking anything on a skateboard but (laughs) i i had one and i liked it and Tony Hawk was doing a, a signing at a bookstore near us. Oh, and yeah, so Anthony dad...
0: Hawk, man.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you just call Tony Hawk the bird man? Did you call him Anthony?
0: I remember San Diego, man. I know the kid, man. Anthony Hawk, bro. Oh Two people God.
2: call him Anthony.
1: <laughs> yes.
2: Mrs. Hawk and Bellister <laughs> Benitez.
0: What's up, aunt? <laughs>
1: yeah. My dad like took off work early to take me to this book signing. I don't even know that I ever read the book. Like I just had his signature in the book, mm. and as a kid, they they had a couple pictures in the middle of the book, and there was one where it showed he, he like wiped out on a skateboard, and he had like a like a skid mark and like a, a like a road rash um, like on his ass, and there was that picture in Wait, the book. Wait, was
2: there a photo of his ass?
1: Yeah, with a rash on it. It was bad. I was uh-huh. like, well, oh, look, it's Tony Hawk's. It's Tony Hawk's ass. Gonna <laughs> have to borrow that book. Uh, yeah,
2: can I borrow that book, Tyler? <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'll I'll, uh, I'll I'll put some uh, protective plastic covering on it. Yeah, that's probably know. a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that w- that was the one where I remember like I I definitely want this. Um I I will probably lose some credibility um with this next comment, but I think the only other time that I was as like desperate desperate for like getting an autograph from like a famous person was when I waited um, to get the autograph from the members of the band Creed. <laughs> <laughs> Which I got, so who's laughing now? <laughs> <It's> still me. <laughs> <laughs> that the album is hanging on my wall. With, with you know what else it's secrets.
2: hanging on? Wait, no, that's not Creed. Never mind.
1: <laughs> <What>? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know where you're
0: going with that one.
2: I was thinking of that Lifehouse. Was it Lifehouse? That Lifehouse song? hanging on a moment it's the same, same relative same time frame <laughs> whatever
0: <laughs> oh man well thank you for tuning in today to our sporting events again again we hope you enjoyed our stories
2: yes we hope it brought back some interesting sporting memories for all of you yeah and thanks for listening
0: we hope that wherever you are whatever you're doing
2: you're having a good one thanks everyone bye,
0: bye.